I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers, they're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Sir, I'm aware of my shortcomings, but I'm prepared to continue this assignment in the spirit you suggest, if I knew what it was about. Sir... What do you know about gold? Not paying bullion. I know it when I see it. Pussy. <laughs> this is Film Sack. Sure. Hello and welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 594. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. I don't expect him to talk. I expect him to get a laser to the crotch done away. No, thanks. Oh, hi. hi. This week on Film Sack, we get caught up with our fingers in the Paramount Plus golden cookie jar of spy thrillers from 1964 about a British spy guy whose BDE is so hot, he can lay it down on some Fort Knox level WAP in a stud stall. That's where the horses do it. Gross. You so nasty, double O stud. Also, for my Gen Xers, if you got lost in the acronyms, uh, he, he, he was down for some OPP back in the horse crib. Sick. Odd job, am I right? Anywho. <laughs> I got up extra early this morning and decided to do a little cosplay for this week's episode. So I painted myself gold and then remembered we are an audio-only podcast. But waste not one, not I always say. So I started an OnlyFans page where, where you can see my golden... What's that? Did I leave anything unpainted to avoid skin suffocation? <laughs> of course I did. Do you think I'm stupid or something? I mean, hold on a second. Just Googling something real quick. Skin suffocation. Our skin gets its oxygen from the atmosphere, not the blood. Do not paint yourself from head to scrot. You will die. Oh, shit. Randy, <laughs> I'm feeling woozy. Do you have a wet wipe? I never joke about my work. <laughs> Head to scrote. Killing Head me over here. Throat. Killing me. All right. Nicely done. Randy is up next with, uh, oh, hey, everybody. Look, it's Randy. I wonder if they painted. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, let me do that again. It's Randy. I wonder if they painted him all the way down to his underbum, Jordan. Ooh. Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. <laughs> oh, what's that? Hold, hold on. I can't have two conversations at once. I have a gold finger, not golden ears. Mm. See, my enemy is yelling at me right now from the detesticlizer laser table where I've got him <laughs> tied down. Mm. Um, oh, he's about to be detesticlized. And, uh, you know, we've done that so many times that I'm not even going to watch. I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everyone wants my attention right now. You want my attention. Soon to be half and half man over there wants my attention. <laughs> And I've got a whole lineup of women trying out for my stunt pilot program. <clears throat> Hold up. Yes, here they are. Uh, please step forward when I call your name. Uh, first is Pudenda Bounty. P- Pudenda mm. Bounty. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Next, do, do we have Labia Copia here? Mm. <laughs> Hello, Labia. Nice to meet you. All right. Um, uh, Beaver Ample. Miss Miss oh. Ample. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's Mrs. Ample? <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, moving on. Uh, you must be Volva Lavish. I'm I'm sorry, oh. it's it's Volva Lavish, you say? Volva Lavish. Okay, wonderful. I, I went to primary school with a girl named Volva. Excellent. Uh, last but not least, we have this attractive young woman here. Uh, nice to meet you, Klitsy Plentiful. You were oh. hard to find, you know? <laughs> oh, the last man. one was too far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know why, I don't know why I didn't see it coming. I should have seen that coming. Right. Not far enough. Not far oh, enough. Is Zivit about to drop some more? Oh, because Clitsy is hard to find. You know? Yeah, it is hard to find. Yeah. It's hard, very difficult to find. Uh, finally, we have Brian. Hey, what's the big idea, Goldfinger? Ibit. Ooh, ouch. Uh, by the way, my my one of my intros that I was uh, workshopping was coming up with names for all of Pussy Galore's uh, flying her right. flying crew, like Jaja Galore, Ava Galore, Bangalore, and I just couldn't couldn't ram them out. Anyway, <laughs> pretty good. Here's mine. Okay, agents. It appears that Agent 007 has been captured by Goldfinger, and I know that I threatened Bond that I would send Agent 008 in his place. But honestly, I don't know if 008 is enough against a threat like Goldfinger, which is why I've gathered you all here. Agent 12, put down that donut. I know I've sent you on a dozen missions like this, but take Agent (laughs) Baker with you and see if you can give it just a little bit more on this one. Agent 69, I know you're really busy, but maybe if you get Bond out of this one, you and he could work on each other's cases for a little while. Agent Agent 101, I want to fly you in at a really high level so you can get an overview of the situation, but I'm going to pair you up with Agent 182, who can handle all the small things. Uh And finally, I know you're our most senior agent. You've got a license to kill, a license to steal, a license to covet thy neighbor's wife, and a license to drive. But Agent Agent 000, I think we're going to leave you out of this one. I anticipate there will be a bomb to defuse, and we just can't have you wait until the last second to do it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You went a different route. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it, too. Very different than I expected. I, uh, I even also had a song planned, but I, oh, I couldn't I was kind of hoping a song. I was saying, Goldfinger. Because oh. everyone would be expecting Goldfinger, right? Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was starting to work on uh, Linger by the Cranberries. Sure. And I had the chorus <laughs> of, uh, do you oh, have to? Linger. Do you, you have, have a real Goldfinger? Yeah, well, that's pretty good. Basically, but I, I, there was a yeah. lot of work on that one. On the cutting room floor. Oh, yes. Well, that's yeah, a shame. Some, 
And, uh, you know, we just watched Goldfinger, and I'm really tired of songs. Mm. I'm sorry, sorry. I'm tired of a that single one, song. That one song. One particular song. That song that changed everything about mm. the Bond. It did. It changed from then forward. Yeah, this is where all the stuff changed. This is where everything changed, other than the stupid intro with the barrel gun. It's still the guy jumping off to the to the left too much, and it's not James yeah. Bond. It still drives me nuts, that little little yeah. thing but mm-hmm. he'll get there uh let's find out what scott fletcher says about uh the film goldfinger uh many people consider to be their favorite james bond film is it well we'll find out in a minute check it out goldfinger while investigating a gold magnet smuggling james bond uncovers a plot to contaminate the fort knox gold reserve yeah apparently yeah. Oh, they're well, all sweet they're all in on it i guess you know the 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 whole army Put to sleep by a. I know that was the that was the <laughs> hardest. I put my brain to sleep a bunch of times during this movie, but I was just like, "Oh come yeah. on!" Yeah, I I haven't seen this movie in a very long time, and I for some reason got it in my head that the whole subterfuge was way more sensical. Mm. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So, so yeah, when yeah. the when the army on a dime, like the whole U.S. Army at Fort Knox, decides to you know, participate in a ruse (laughs) i just like i was offended i was kind of offended i was offended first by the fact the idea that the planes would even do this and that it would be that quick like it flew over and they immediately just collapsed instantly yeah and i couldn't and i didn't remember that they were in on it yet so i see that part and i was annoyed and then they all got up and i went Oh shit! They're in on it now. We I'm even all, double annoyed. Complete and total. Like we're all agreed to do this, right? We're totally all going to do this. Yeah. yeah. Imagine, imagine the U.S. military hearing secondhand about a British spy in their midst who right. has a job for them. Yeah, <laughs> like, it seemed a bit just, much, you know. Like even even with his friends' help, what's his name? Uh, I always forget his Felix. name. Felix's help. Yeah. It's just not enough for me to to buy my, into any my of that. My favorite part was the part where uh, Pussy Galore turned by a simple uh, James Bond kiss. She's like, no, a roll in the hay, basically, right? A roll in the hay. The most heroic thing James Bond can do is yeah. charm a woman. That is right. like somehow yeah. he saves the world. With, with his, his I don't know, his, I don't know, his amazing kissing. His, his yeah, amazing it must kissing. be that because he basically is, I mean, he was, I was getting uncomfortable. He's forcing her at one point. Yes. I'm oh like, my. dude, this it's is not so, good. This is going in yeah, a bad don't, place. And don't then watch. Don't watch Bond if you're if you're adverse to soft raping. Yeah, because no, that's no, exactly. uh, <laughs> no, no, no. You'll as soon as I get closer and you smell my aftershave, you'll change right. your mind. Yeah. Yeah. This must be a trope. We must be able to come up with another example, not James Bond, of man and woman are fighting and they're fighting to <laughs> the lust. Like oh, they're like, they, they no, want to hurt like each other and then there's movies from the fifties and sixties. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Very common. Well, like uh, 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 Mr. and Mrs. Smith is the whole premise is that, right? Oh, sure. They yeah. fight until they make out again or whatever. And they're almost, that's where their passions It worked so well. They even uh, got married for a little while, or at least uh, yeah. were serious about each other yeah. for a little while. Had kids and everything. Uh, so, so really the best thing that a bond villain can do is have just a handsome man as their number one henchman because mm-hmm. no way is james going to be like ah i can get to uh, i can get to I him if i if i, I think, go through his handsome henchman i think they were i think they were getting pretty close uh before uh before he electrocuted odd job i i, I <laughs> job was so? enjoying it i think if he could have got him on the ground 
I think there might have been some smooching. I think it was very close. Very I do close. love that the one thing that Odd Job is afraid of is his own is his own hat being thrown by somebody yeah, else. Yeah, he like, was yeah. all grins. Ooh, ooh, he was ooh, all shits hat. and grins the whole time until suddenly his hat was in someone else's <laughs> hand. It was like, oh shit! I gotta oh be careful. no, my hat, which is obviously really light compared to the steel bar that James was <laughs> yeah. waving at me a minute ago. I Odd mean, it's impressive though. He was a weightlifter from the time. And oh, he was yeah. just, oh, do we know really if he was actually was he actually like Native Korean? Do we know? I, I tried to find. Where, where his uh, that's a good were. question. I'm not sure about that. Because I, I don't remember even was... that part. Like I swear, I saw this movie when I was a young kid, and I had three Korean siblings all adopted, and and it would have right. been uh, a point of Harold Sakata, right? yeah, Japanese descent, but okay. born okay. in Hawaii. But uh, of, okay, uh, you could have fooled Japanese us Americans. Descent. Look Korean to me, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah sure. Stupid. Why not? That's why I was and questioning he, it because I kind of have an eye for it now. I haven't grown up. Yeah, yet, he uh, freaked like a lot of different ring names. My favorite being uh, Tosh to go. Oh, geez. That's... <laughs> can, I get that, can I get that Tosh to go, please? Yeah, that sounds like a canceled show on Comedy Central. Tosh to go. Yeah. Uh... yeah. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe that's the streaming version of, of Tosh 2.0. Is sure. Tosh to go. He pretty much he pretty much set the standard for Bond villains going forward. I mean, it was always trying to get back to the odd job, right? But you it said was always. He was... You mm-hmm. said he was the real deal. Uh, Harold Sakata won a silver medal at the yes. 1948 Summer Olympics. Oh, damn. Oh, real wow. deal, man. That's cool. Let's see. Yeah. He's, uh, um, there he is. Look at him. What a, what a handsome, beefy, good-looking man there. Beefy. Uh, Looks he, good in a suit. He's, uh, he, is, he is that thing that I love. Actually, this is my favorite thing about old Bond movies in particular. The newer ones have a little more trouble doing this because we can't be quite as hand-wavy as we used to be. But when the Bond villains were... You know, Jaws with his big silver teeth or, you know, this guy throwing a metal hat and that, that was like his thing. I love that back then. Yeah. Like a villain with webbed yeah. feet or whatever. I can't remember which one that was, but somebody had <laughs> webbed feet. <laughs> I think, no, I think, uh, didn't Dr. No have webbed feet? Was it Dr. Oh. No? I can't remember. Dr. Some, no? Somebody had webbed either. feet. And I, I thought Dr. No was, was the one in the wheelchair. Is that why he couldn't walk? The no, no Blofeld's the one in the wheelchair. Oh, okay. Dr. No has the underwater lair. But yeah. yeah, I think I like it better too when the when the henchman is the is the weird goofy one, right? Because we had the guy with the diamonds in his face who was the main villain. Oh, yeah. I'd much rather be the main villain to be kind of this this. He's just really a guy who's good at getting other people to do his bidding, as opposed to being the guy with the weird affection. Yeah, I, I agree. Right. I agree. And I feel like we I haven't know. had that in a while. I feel like we're... Been, no, because uh, uh, what's his face with the, the eye dripping blood from his eye? Uh, <laughs> oh, Mads Mikkelsen, yeah. Mads Mikkelsen <laughs> from Quantum of Solace and, uh, uh, and, and uh, Casino Royale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know what? That's as close as we've got in the Craig movies, I guess. What yeah, else? Like a weird. Yeah. <laughs> anybody? Anybody feel like the you know they, they were really experiencing this for the first time? Like even if it was a rewatch? Oh, big time! Oh, I barely remember yeah. any of yeah. it. I yeah. forgot yeah. everything. Yeah. I kept thinking that Goldfinger was going in. I, I got them all confused. I forget all of the deaths. I was like, oh, are they flying over the thing and they drop him into the smokestack? I'm like, no, that guy had a wheelchair. I'm pretty sure. When he got sucked, when he got sucked out of the plane, though, I laughed out yeah. loud. We do have about ten movies before we get to that smokestack. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing with this old this old movie: my memories of it are really tied into Goldeneye, the video game, in a way that I didn't realize wow. I had done. Okay. Because you can be odd job in that game. Right. Uh, you there's a golden gun mode, which literally is yes. if you get shot with a golden gun, you're dead immediately. It's one shot kill. Right. And I don't know, 
I always thought that that was based on something like the it's golden based gun. Based on the man with the golden gun. Yeah, yeah, that's a different. Finger. Yeah, but the yeah. whole. But, but I get that. But I'm not. I'm saying, is that gun in the man with the golden gun? One shot, no, one kill. I think they're no, just. I think it's villains just, love golden guns. It's just. Their I think thing, it's right? just the fact that it is a. It's the rare, the rare gun that you want to try and find and and use uh, in the game. I okay. don't think there was I nothing think gold special about gun would the man be okay, with the but I don't gun. think a pure gold gun would be good. I think that'd be bad. It'd be, bad. Well, it'd be heavy. Plus, it's soft metal. Plus, I don't think it would right. it yeah. would hold up over time. I think if you shoot that yeah, five six times, it's going to start shooting crooked. It's going to start mm-hmm. warping and stuff because of the heat. Yeah, it's just such a weird. Like you have to be really obsessed with gold if, if you're gonna make your one sidearm a golden weapon. Like I, I don't know that yeah, that, that yeah. made me laugh. But again, I kind of miss that in the James Bond series. It's it's a little more park your brain, especially during the the uh, the Jaws years. Uh, oh, we were doing all years. sorts of stupid shit in there, and as a kid, I loved it. I think yeah. to take it seriously today would probably be harder. As an I was going to say, is it also tough to do in a post Austin Powers world where yeah, where everything where you can't every it's it, things that are thought of like that as such a parody now because of Austin Powers that to try and do it legitimately in a Bond movie feels like well we're kind of just being a parody of ourselves. Yeah, right. right. Like yeah. when I when I was making up all these names, Labia Copia, yeah. I I was really having a hard time not thinking about a lot of Fachina. A lot like of that, yeah. yeah, was yeah. in my head constantly. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the direct joke. But we we mixed it so much, like you kind of forget where it came, like which one came from yeah. which. Like yeah. it's so stupid. Yeah. Like is Octopussy? Uh, that's not bringing back Pussy Galore, is it? Or is no. it? No, no. And she and it was uh, her nickname. <laughs> Maude Adam's nickname in that one was Octopussy. What uh, I'm trying to think of what her actual character name was. She just happened to have a uh, a tattoo. Oh, and she says right. it's her little octopusy. Oh, she, I was hoping <laughs> Did she we had become eight. more sensitive to the words. Oh yeah, no, we over since time, then. Yes, or was it in '64? Was it like eh, it's clever? I, mean, I I was trying to understand. I was like, man, they're just dropping that word constantly. And I feel it's like a, in it's our, a culture our thing. Age, but yeah. like, it's yeah. a culture thing, and something has shifted. I don't even know what because it's still kind of it's had its innuendo then. But right. but it was less. Yeah, but was it as well known as an innuendo? Like, could could they get away with it in nineteen? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sixties because it was like. Yeah, it was okay. eventually rated PG, and we decided to start rating all these movies. Right, so I mean, ooh, well, yeah. that's right. It came out okay. unrated in, in the beginning, didn't it? I believe it did. Yeah, yeah it was so, prior I mean, to hmm. the prior to the MPAA stuff. But, but the thing is, like, I, though, like I when I saw Octopussy much, when I was a much younger person, um. I thought it was something with cats. I thought she had like eight cats. <laughs> I really did. I thought it was going to be a movie where the evil, the villain is always just like playing playing with cats all day and they're crawling all over their lair and everything. That's what I thought it was yeah. going to be. Eight-legged cat with tentacles. Yeah. Well, that's even, that's even better. I'd go for that. I always want to believe yeah. that I want to believe that Goldfinger is the movie that found the loophole and the loophole in the ratings boards or you know because they had to get past both England and the United right. States, right? And the loophole is if you make it a name, the name of your movie or the name of a character, and you don't treat it like a double entendre, even though everyone knows it is. Right. You can you can sneak it past those boards. Like And this, this is, is the first name was of the character. The first, right. Was it this is the first internationally successful uh, film, right? Of James Bond. I mean, this is this is actually a yeah. mega hit. For it's a hot, for a hot minute, it was the highest grossing film of all time. It had the record yeah. there for a bit. Yeah. 
Hmm. Uh, I don't know how long. I don't know who unseated it. I didn't find that part, but the trick. Well, I mean, I think it was a no-brainer. I mean, you paint a you paint a lady up in in gold, and you start putting that out everywhere. That's some good marketing, my friends. You'll you'll get some oh, people yeah. to the theater. Oh, here it is. Mm-hmm. The the movie's fat. Oh, fastest growing movie in movie history when it was released and was entered into the Guinness Book of World Records. So I don't wow. know if that still holds or not. Maybe it still holds that. Right. Might hmm. fastest hmm. fastest grossing. That means it just got there the quickest. Right. Know. Uh, word of mouth, for, maybe. For, uh, by the way, for a little bit more about Pussy Glore, really quick, in the in the novel, which apparently I need to go back and read. I read a bunch of James yeah. Bond novels back in the day, and then moved into the the uh, Post Ian Fleming series. And uh, but I guess I never read Goldfinger. So Pussy Glore was an organized crime gang leader in the book, uh, initially trapeze artist, but her group of okay. uh, performing cat women, Pussy Glore, and her acrobats is unsuccessful. So they become cat burglars. Uh, an all lesbian organization based in Harlem known as the Cement Mixers. And uh Oh, I love that. The and Cement then, uh, Mixers. Goldfinger hires her to do to kill all the soldiers in Fort Knox by poisoning their water supply with sarin as opposed right. to a nerve gas uh airplane thing. And uh and apparently she comes back in the uh the novel Trigger Mortis. Which Trigger is set, Mortis. That set is the best. I two weeks that. after <laughs> the events of Goldfinger. So basically, Trigger it's a later, a later novel with uh, Bond and uh, Pussy Galore called Trigger Mortis. Wow. I like how they 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 uh, broke that down in this movie because they had they had the whole separate mobster scene to get yes. represent. The oh, full I know. Part like of that. the like yeah. the rep, like pulling in every every mobster. Ah, I'm not going to work yeah. with Chicago. No, I'm not going to work with. Uh... Oh, those guys were though. They were the biggest stereotypes. I what's going on right now? What's yeah. going on? What's being spooked? What's going on? My favorite. My favorite is the guy who says, "Hey, what's that map doing there? Yeah. What's that map doing? Flip it over there. What's going on? Like, yeah. like oh, the the presence of a map right. freaks you out. Yeah. Yeah. Mobsters don't like dark. Yeah. Can we agree? It's the most real scene in the movie i mean like, those those no. men would have reacted like a bunch of chickens like a bunch of crazy people in right. in reality in that situation right yeah right yeah what's I going mean, on right now it's I've never uh, seen stuff like this it's great because they're and the ones that were freaking out that way all american it was like they were just playing on this weird noir about a 10 year old trope too at this right. point I love, that, I love that none of those scenes were shot in kentucky they were all shot in England. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, just, yeah. He had never seen, the, he hadn't even been to the States yet. There was some trivia about uh, Connery had yet to visit the States for any reason. Hmm. Right. And so these scenes where everyone thought, oh, look, he's here. He's in, he's, he's in Fort Knox. No, they filmed those. Even Miami stuff no. was in Miami, really. No, no the, but, but the, there was some driving around Miami stuff that was pre- they pretended was happening in like Lexington. Okay. <laughs> and so, like, you're, they're driving past KFC, of course, in oh, Miami. I love seeing the classic KFC. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. But if yeah. you oh, look God, at the, with the giant, yeah, giant. Yeah. If you look at the head. background of those shots, there's all these palm trees, which you would never <laughs> see. In Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. So this I, uh, back to that scene though with all the yeah. the the mobsters. mobsters. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It is the most convoluted. Like uh, having the having the uh, the the pool table flip its top to reveal all the control panel stuff. Okay, all right, cool. Right. It doesn't have to rotate. You can just basically have it pointing already to the thing who's that he, needs to yeah. be pointing who's, at the control who's panel. He, who's he hiding all this shit from anyway? It's like, wait, 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 wait look, what is it, your lair? Did, did you spin on this thing? Did I mean, yeah. just just have it built for this meeting this like <laughs> right. floor that opens up and, yeah. uh, see weird. but that's kind of what i liked about that that era of Lavish. bond so yeah. dumb yeah. and over the top like 
God. Really? You're going to have all of this, this like all the pomp and I the mean, circumstance around his stupid villain ideas? What? It's too fun. Yeah, but he said he'd been playing like 15 years or something. I think he's, is that what he said? I think it's what Did he, he said. Yeah, something yeah, like that. So, I mean, yeah. I get it. His so is his life time. work. And he said he's got the monetary resources, certainly, to do it. Uh, and it gives you the, I see it. I feel like it establishes a brand new kind of trope that movies can use forever, which is we now we have a guy and he's bloviating about how how he's yes. been doing this for so long and my plan is the ultimate thing and I'm no one smarter than me. And then all the monologuing that can occur while you're waiting yeah. for a laser to creep up your crotch. Like these, <laughs> these are all yeah. such great things that we, I think this kind of is the, yeah. kind of originated a lot of it those. is. Yeah. Yeah. And they well, even yeah. made fun of it of themselves in the movie, which I really loved. Even they recognize this is ridiculous because Bond asked Goldfinger, he's like, why would you say all this? Why would you, why would you tell all this people when they kill him? And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he just walks yeah. off and like. <laughs> oh. well, yeah, it works for a second, and then and then he right. does, does still manage to talk his way out of it. What about Grand yeah. Slam? Grand Slam. Yeah, it's, you know, yep. it's eggs, bacon, I, toast, my, and exactly. my ultra, my intro was almost a Grand Slam whole thing I was going to do. It's like I'm not doing that. I'm not what about you? I know about your plan, the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity. Fruity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I thought of a similar. Bad joke uh, at the time. There were but. M- you know many things that were different in the movie than the books, uh, the book. But um, the two that really stuck out to me uh, were I think Brian just mentioned this that the the girls were called the cement mixers in the book, and mm-hmm. that's just terrible. Love but, it. Pussy Galore's flying circus is so good it compared is. to yeah. the cement mixers. I, know, I didn't I didn't see the circus part though, but I really enjoyed that part. Yeah, I like the yeah. idea. And then uh, the other one was the, uh, you know, in the book, famously, James Bond is on a, a saw table and there's a circular saw coming at his at his package. And uh, is it at that, least a gold? Uh, right. Uh, gold, gold blade. Uh, maybe. Gold blade. It should be right. A gold blade. Maybe, you know what? In the book, Goldfinger ain't that uh, ain't that. He's not like in the movie. Goldfinger is all about the gold. But in all the, the book, time. Eh, He's kind of he's kind of more normal. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say in the movie he's basically what Augustus Gloop grew up to be. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you're not wrong. Anyway, the the, not the wrong. circular saw in the book always really scared me as a kid reading those books, and 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 looking at it from a movie perspective, I love that they changed it to a laser because a circular saw is really loud, and you right. wouldn't have been able to have them communicating to each other <laughs> that yeah? would have been right. a great scene do you right. expect me to talk no what what mr bond what? no what? No, I... <laughs> expect you to die and he's so in the early part of the movie where he's doing the gambling down on the on the it always felt like a cruise ship but they're in miami at the pool yeah i thought yeah. it was a cruise ship too, I know, it, kept, but it kept reminding me of a cruise but anyway the when he's talking on his little microphone and stuff i thought well this is a dumb villain he's just lame he just doesn't know his stuff yeah. he's just trying to cheat at poker this is really our villain this is this is yeah. what he does. He likes to cheat every day. He likes to be a bad guy all the time. Yeah, it's, it's his hobby and his job. He's also he a shitty. It. He's also a shitty uh, cheater when it comes to poker because the whole time he's going, he's just slowly putting his finger up to his ear and touching. <laughs> he's got his a thing. giant yeah. earpiece in his ear. Was this right. nothing? This is nothing. I'm yeah. listening to the game. Yeah, yeah I, I do love how he like tries to emphasize at the beginning as a oh I need this to hear you. Wait a minute. Right. Did you say upping the, right. the stakes? <laughs> Let me pull this out and hold it closer to you. Like that's going to make a difference. What? Yeah. yeah. That guy. Yeah. That guy. He was cheating. Deserved to be cheated. That guy is a moron. <laughs> yeah. You know what? No, it's great to see him finally. You know, great to see him win. Like ah, it looks like my my 
my yeah. tables have turned. Yeah. <laughs> can we can we agree that there's nothing there's no card game more boring than gin rummy and there's no <laughs> physical game more boring than golf like what this movie really portrays goldfinger as a very lazy person like well, he's just right. it, it also st- it's also kind of consistent with guy hamilton the director's style he he was known as the stiff upper lip director like the kind of british right. hey hello hello bond hello 007 and it and i think he revels in that because then he gets to explode it all out with like action or or a moment of intrigue or whatever but he likes the kind of boring setup of just yeah. hey, uh, stealing. Uh, I'm going to cheat at cheat at cards. Gin rummy's my game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, yeah. and I would argue that baccarat is more boring than uh, gin rummy. I've played baccarat in a casino, and <laughs> my God, I could come up with a fiendish plot to overthrow the world while I play a game of right? baccarat. There's so much downtime and. Just this, you know, like after he cheats at Jen Rummy, they take him to a golf course and they expect him to cheat. Like James Bond is all prepped and ready (laughs) for this guy to cheat. You never seen so many balls drop out of pants. This is crazy. Oh man, the shorty, the the weird little um, what is that thing James Bond's wearing? The blue, um, like a towel, but it's oh yeah, you're talking about the the towel onesie. Yeah, 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 that was awesome. Is that what that's called? Well, it's like a robe kini, right? Because it's like a a zip up robe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a zip-up terry cloth, uh, shorts-level robe yeah. with men uh, in nineteen. The weirdest thing with a shirt pocket. Yeah, built into yeah, 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 yeah. Men in 1964 <laughs> were a lot more comfortable with their upper thighs, weren't they? They were. Oh, just, yeah. we just don't do that, right? Hell yeah! Like I even some of these old like gladiator movies from the era from the 60s that were filmed in like yeah. Italy and stuff. They're Looking all so thigh. hiked up on the, the stuff. You'd be you're almost seeing their junk. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and if and he just, walked in and that girl saw him, I wouldn't go. Oh, hello. I'd go. Hello. Can I dry myself on your towel? Oh, I'd go. <laughs> I'd laugh. Exactly, yes. Does anybody so, agree with me that the best character in the whole movie was James Bond's caddy? Oh, yeah. He's pretty cool. Oh, he was, yeah, like, he was, pretty he was good. so sarcastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, he was in. Rubber. He was all in this yeah. guy. I'm going to call. unnamed person grinning at James Bond the he, whole time. He's on my list for uh, for this. Grab a bucket. He, yeah. I thought they were going to have a little fun little return to that when he got home, but it didn't happen. Right. Uh, he was in that big KFC bucket and looking out. And <laughs> <laughs> that guy was great. I have a couple of clips from him that it, that were worthy cool. captures, so we'll get to those. Um, I uh, per- Personally, I loved how this movie was still sexist, sexist as hell. But right. not nearly as the last one we saw. Yes, like right. the last yeah, we, one. We was, allowed the woo. women to like uh, the women. They were still strong. They they weren't strong enough, but they were strong. But yeah. I don't think that that's a sign that things get less sexist. I feel like right. I feel like it, it's for whatever reason I might be again misremembering, but I feel like near the end of Connery's run, the beginning of Roger Moore's run, things reach uh, to to quote a bond song an all-time right. high yeah it may have sexism. gotten it may have gotten worse before it got yeah. better well i'm sure it did because i know it did I, the 80s were full of sexist yeah. stuff in these movies yeah. but but this one felt like definitely a dip or a step backwards than dr no uh right. for whatever reason dr well, no just felt like or every, russia, or or russia, russia with love sorry yeah, yeah. this one yeah from russia with love is the first one where a woman points a gun at james bond right rosa club is is uh, she also has a knife in her shoe. That's exciting. Right. Yes. Um, yeah, she does her little oh, dance. Snap. But it was still shocking when Pussy Galore first pulls a gun <laughs> on James Bond. Like, right. you're like, oh, wow. She's, oh, uh, she's that's a powerful. Gun too. Yeah. 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 But here, here's the thing, though. Like, when 
there's only one scene, as far as I'm concerned, that is like outside of the hay bale. That 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 was pretty. I don't know that that went places, but but early on he slaps a girl's butt and says it's men time or whatever. <laughs> it's men talk. Yes, yeah, yeah. get out of here, honey. <laughs> yeah, it's man talk time or something like that. Yeah. That was one of those yeah. moments where I was like, Daniel Craig never did that shit, man. God no, yeah. I don't. I don't even think the other. The, the and two let me just say went. this: after I'm I'm uh, three seasons in three finished seasons into Luther and uh, oh. I am so fully on board with, with the talk of Idris Elba being a, a James Bond. He is, okay. he seems like a great pick. For, he would be. I didn't need, he came Bond. out and confirmed somewhere here recently that he is definitely not doing it though. And it bummed he me did. out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Bum me out. Cause I'm with you. I think he'd be great. Yeah. Like every yeah. time that got brought up, I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, do it. Go. He's great. He's super he, suave. He's a good looking dude. Is imposing. Looks like he could crack yeah. and, become the kind of wacko bond we like when they get mad and in trouble and yeah for sure that is a thing too right like the the luther character is is so literally and figuratively on the edge that uh that it'd be kind of an interesting take of a james bond that is less sure of himself less Mm -hmm. uh thinking two steps ahead all the time have they ever had a james bond movie where james has to fake an american accent for a spy move or something he's doing because because hmm. he's the only one that can really do that anyway. Like he's very good at doing yeah. his American accent. I can't remember one. Yeah, uh, and I don't I, think there has been. Right? <clears throat> Seems yeah. weird to me that you've never had an opportunity where James had to do a full Bill Clay moment. And, and that's try exactly to, that is the one. That's like I'm trying to think of <laughs> it's the example that I can only get. The only one I can. It always mind. comes to mind. It's like oh, oh God, Blofeld. Oh, you're one of them. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh, don't oh. hurt, don't hurt me, Clay, Bill Clay. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's see. There's some other trivia here. Steven Spielberg claims this is one of his top three personal favorite films of all time. Wow. And even owns an Aston Martin DB5 due to the impact the movie had on him. So that car that's in there, he's got one of those. I would say he owns that that car for two reasons. One, he loves it in the movie. And two, he's Steven Spielberg and can get his hands on things (laughs) like that. You know, the rest of us cannot. It's also the very first appearance, according to the trivia, of the laser beam uh, in a 007 movie, in the original script, the scene had a spinning buzzsaw, and I guess that's in the novel. Like Randy, like Randy mentioned. Oh, yeah. did you bring that up? Yeah, and uh, I guess they decided it just had a better image for for film, or it was more intense. Lasers are cool. It's an on-air, <laughs> it's a red yeah. on-air uh, tool. Yeah, exactly. And it was new, too, so that made it hot and sexy, right? Yeah, yeah. it looks real dumb, though, now, right? You look at that laser, and you're I like, thought it was oh, actually sure. a pretty cool effect. <clears throat> really the yeah, stupid it, the stupid it neon rings you look at the mark it leaves in the table like i want my laser to cut a a straight clean look line. i was looking mm-hmm. but i, I don't wasn't want, looking like, so close i was like afraid i might see wobbly <laughs> and uh <laughs> yeah that's great oh this I, is this thank is thank a goodness q gave me a mirror crotch protector yeah <laughs> oh my god they they had to did you see that i i loved how some of these there were so many layered jokes in this too because they oh, really yeah. uh, amped up the jokes and stuff there's like when they're going through the the q area yeah. and they and they're uh that one guy's getting shot and he's like uh he's like oh you know we we're still working on it it was always like that and then that guy was perfected right and that guy was looking down at his crotch and looking at holes in his crotch and stuff i was like what what does happen back there i want to know that guy loses nuts does he have like another plate down there or that? right yeah. right and tell me tell me uh odd job squeezing the heck out of a golf ball is not oh that was awesome. i'm going to i'm going to do this with your nuts if i get the <laughs> yes. chance basically absolutely yes, yeah. clearly that 
I mean, he's mute, so you can't tell you. He's got a he's got to show he you. Mute or is he just yeah yeah? Well, well mute, the mutes can make the sounds. The idea is that okay. they can't. They just don't have verbal communication. We always, we always think of mute as like the third, you know, Zod's sidekick in uh, Superman right. Two. Sure, not <laughs> Jaws. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this guy, right. they, even he did. He made noises and stuff. So yeah, you can make sounds. You just can't. You're just nonverbal, I guess. And right. I like yeah. that. I like that they did that too. I, man, odd job. Okay, for my money. Yeah. He's the reason I think this movie's great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I, I really enjoy anything you to do with a good villain to to have a good hero, right? <clears throat> yeah, you're already huge and tough and can snap me in half, but you also Boy. have a bladed freaking metal hat. And yeah. if you would have, and if you would have asked me before watching this, what kind of hat a job has, I would have absolutely said a bowler, a, a rounded yeah, top bowler, bowler, like because that would yeah. be more aerodynamic for throwing. Yeah. Oh that my gosh, like, you're totally right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that was in yeah. my head too. Yeah, That's it was what like I had he in my comes head. out with the top hat, and I'm like, "What the heck is he? What does he have a second head? Because I could have sworn it was a bowler." Does random, <laughs> right. did does they, random did they task do that have in it? The gold member or something? Yeah, is I think that... random random task might have a bowler. Now that I right. know that you said it, did he even have a hat? Because he just had the shoe. He threw. A shoe. Oh, that's right. Because he threw the shoe and said, "Ow, who throws a shoe?" Who right. throws I a shoe? I just want you to know the uh, the haberdasher Lock and Co. who oh, yeah, made yeah, yeah. the hat called it a square top bowler. Oh, okay. Square top oh, really? bowler. So in a way, right. we're all correct. So okay. it is a bowler, but it's not the typical it's bowler. And I did just look it up, and indeed, uh, Random Task <laughs> does have a rounded top bowler. Yeah. yeah. that's. I think that's what's in my head is that dude there. Yeah, I think so, too. Because it is just, it is such a <laughs> dead-on, not even like a subtle parody. It is It is odd job. No, you could you could say that this here's a photo of Odd Job, and I'd go, oh, yeah, right. look at him, looking great. Yeah. And then someone could say, no, that's random task. Really? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. apparently, three years ago, that the actual hat, Odd Job's lethal bowler hat, sold for thirty thousand pounds. It was interesting, actually. I actually got a good look at it this time around, and there's like there's like this metal looking blade that's on the bottom part of the hat when they when they drop it one time the prop is and i'm like oh that is cool i just always <laughs> had to imagine you know in my head that there was something metal in there but well apparently random task got in some trouble i just put a picture in our discord uh yeah he's no, in court no. for something was he doing some random tasks that he shouldn't have been seven, doing seven years in prison for sexual assault oh, no. and after the murder of his cellmate he's now sentenced to life in prison damn oh, my god how do you go from Aww. bit part in a Boston Powers movie to that? Honestly, who kills a cellmate? <laughs> oh man, that's sad. Uh, oh, I love sad. that last that's picture. A I love, I love how that sheriff bailiff is looking at looking at it though. Hey, when you were in that movie, yeah, I don't think I've seen you before. <laughs> could I, could I take a selfie with you real yeah. quick? <laughs> well, maybe he's the actual chick in the bucket of, oh, of life. Geez. All right. Um, the Austin Powers wiki does have to explain uh, direct parody oh. of odd job, and then parentheses random equals odd, comma uh. job equals task. Oh, thanks oh. for that, wiki. Wow. Thank you so much. Wow. I, you know, man, how would I have known? I would have never known. How could never you? would have never would have uh, connected that. By the way, the uh, I had to watch it twice. The shot of Odd Job throwing his hat and and taking the head off the statue. The statue, the head falls on the arm and yeah, looks like yeah. it. It looks like it may have broken the arm in a previous take. Yeah, and the arm just kind of moves but doesn't come off. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. They had it. That was that. That was shot a couple of times. You could tell. Yeah. It easily oh, yeah. seems like it was. Yeah. And every time anybody threw it, you could tell it was just a regular old ass hat. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes he would just throw it in the weirdest places, and it's like, 
Where's that hat supposed to be going? I mean, I, it, it's, yeah. it's kind of thrown like a frisbee, right? It, yeah. But it was it was the weirdest tosses sometimes. If it was what and it was God. supposed to be, they're not very aerodynamic. You wouldn't want a big bulbous right. thing on top of this thing that you'd need to be accurate. I mean, I right. again conceptually yeah. love it. Practicality of it never was very good. I can't believe he killed the Masterson sisters like that, though. He killed Jill Boy, with the gold paint, and then he killed Tilly with the with the hat, which I didn't think she was dead. I'm like, ah, she's just playing. She'll come back. This movie she just was she was just dead. disposes of the Mastersons. Like this, yeah. they exist in yeah. this movie to be killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's and it's a damn shape because I I think uh, Jill, the first yeah. one, yeah, the first yeah. Jill, yeah. Jill is amazing. Yeah, she's like, great. Yeah. Sure, her her voice, her delivery, her sexy looks, everything about her is yeah. just Shirley amazing. Eaton. And they go and they go and uh, cover her in gold paint, and we're gone. And uh, Tania uh, Mallet, who played Tilly, and you thought at first it's like, oh, she's after Bond, she's working with the Goldfinger, and turns out she's just a bad shot. But I really liked her character too, and it gave me a couple of laughs with her in that Mustang, you know beeping it up that was and this was the only movie that uh tanya mallet ever made oh really weird yeah also we should probably dispel this now before someone emails us or whatever but i think ibit and i both learned this week that the old uh urban myth that getting painted that girl getting painted on gold made her really sick almost killed her or something that never happened it was all made up they they worried they worried about it and they actually you know there's no such thing as skin suffocation but they said that uh the the common (laughs) belief even by the director at this point was that you had to leave at least a small spot unpainted. So, like, uh, her belly was unpainted. I'm like, but she was laying on it. You guys are so such morons. Get yeah, out of here. Yeah. If if uh, skin suffocation was a real thing, then Dragon right. Con After Dark would be such right. a massacre. Mm-hmm. You could get you could get heat exhaustion because you're not able to, uh, you know, get rid of heat. Way, uh, through your way more common at Dragon Con, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> how, would a, how would a scuba suit work? Like, it would just... But, yeah, it, it would. So many things. Yeah. Right. And she wasn't yeah. totally, I mean, well, whatever. I'm just trying to picture Oddjob in there applying paint to every nook and you cranny. Think, you oh, think I'm, that's what they did? I'm they had the actor in there painting her? <laughs> well, no. I'm picturing the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the special effects team for the movie all raising their hand. Who wants to cover ooh, this ooh, woman ooh, with ooh, more ooh. paint? <laughs> I'll paint Miss Satan. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Me. Can you please? We're not, her boobs are not even going to be uh, gold. You can quit working on that area. Yeah. Uh, move on to the <laughs> yeah. back. She's going to be face <laughs> down. We're only doing her arms and her back. Right. Uh, I brought my own gold paint. You're spending I'm way ready. too much time on her taint. Get the paint away from the taint. Red, yeah, come on. Her butt, we're covering that up with, with uh, we have gold uh, underwear that she's going to be wearing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's still, I have to say, I kind of like from a visual standpoint, it's still kind of yeah. a cool thing. It's like, whoa. It's way it's cool. cool to think about anybody completely painted like anything like that. That's, just, I, that's just cool. Mm-hmm. And I like that they reuse it for the end credits and basically show you, here are scenes from the movie you just watched projected onto a woman whose face yeah. is uh, painted gold. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't she like, didn't she go on to be like the Bond girl? It, oh, who, which, which one was it? There was the, whichever one that gets the projections on her. She goes on to do it for a couple of movies, I think. Oh, oh really? Is that also oh, I didn't know that. Uh, maybe. I think I read that somewhere in the trivia. Don't quote Let's me see. on that, but it seems like I saw something about she went on and did it several times. I'm not going to quote in, you on that at all. Things. You don't quote no, me on that. I do like that, like that. Uh, Shirley wrote an autobiography called Golden Girl. Mm-hmm. Bestseller. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Uh, Smart. But I'm looking to see... 
<laughs> she did she did a lot of other movies, but not the, no other. Uh, It'd be funny if Golden Girl the book was just a a, a great biography of B. Arthur or something like that. <laughs> I bet you know I'll bet you that there was a consideration for one of the Golden Girls doing autobiography for that name. And yeah. like, oh crap, the woman from Goldfinger already took it. Well, well, I guess we're not doing that now. They say. Yeah. Uh, this uh, the guy who played. Uh, we always talk about him. He played Q. Desmond Llewellyn. This is the first time they got to do the real Q business, right? Isn't this the oh, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. of the movies where it's like, here's his lab. Let's see three or four weird things, and then let's send you off in your gadget you're going to use in this movie. And and we show you everything you're going to need to use. Right, yeah, right. and and we say something like, "Do please pay attention, Bob." Yes, you know, like, mm-hmm. yes, I love it. I think this is a great. That's a thing that is now burned forever into people's minds about what it means to be James Bond and what yeah. Q's role is. And this movie was the, like, "Here it is. Here you go." We don't get him in Doctor No, and in From Russia with Love, he just brings in the suitcase. Right, the, you know, like that little suitcase into M's office while Bond is there, and says, "Here's the suitcase. You can pull out. It's got some gold coins inside. It's got a knife in the a knife holder in the side, etc." Yeah. So yeah, this is the first time we actually get to go into Q's lab, which side side movie project would be great. Like the Q a Q branch movie would just be yeah, great. just call Q. Oh, I'd go see that. I'd be confused, yeah. but I'd go see it. And then yeah. Q has to, you know, solve a. a a case using his own tools and stuff. Oh, make oh it, make that it would be great. I would that love would that. Oh, he's, he's, he takes it. He's supposed, supposed to meet. Oh yeah. Ben meet with Bond. That'd yeah. be fantastic. Supposed to meet with yeah. Bond. He has all the stuff with him and he ends up having to solve the mystery himself because James Bond gets yes. caught up do, doing the oh, sex. See, this needs to, this, if yeah. this hasn't been thought of, I'd, I'd be really surprised, but yeah, uh, I'd love it. Make I'd a TV that. series. I'd, I'd watch that. Uh, ben Wishaw'd be great. Uh, keep him in. That's a, that's a good way to do it. Is have it be a TV series? Yeah, yeah. just do a series. Call it um, MI5 always teases Q or something. I don't know what you right. Call always it. tease us with James Bond off screen, but he never shows up. Yeah, yeah. but and you don't. You know, you've got all these other agents too that he can be working with. Doesn't have to right. be James Bond, but there's uh, you know at least nine hundred ninety nine available. <laughs> you can send your checks to filmsack at Gmail. <laughs> That's why I really enjoyed back in the day. They did this DC Comics run of a, a comic book called Gotham Central, and it was basically the, oh, just the viewpoint yeah, of yeah. the police, and it was all stories. It didn't require Batman. Sometimes he was involved, but rarely. And uh, that's what I would want here. It's like Agents of Shield, sort of. You know, yeah. Approach it like that. I would love that, dude. I'd watch the hell out of this. Yeah, yeah. Come on, BBC America, get your shit together. Right. And, and didn't you enjoy seeing uh, Desmond Llewellyn kind of young? He seemed, he seemed young. Yeah. Still, still seemed like he was sixty years old. Like <laughs> he seems like he was born sixty and then just, uh, which is about uh, stayed at that. Yeah, he, yeah. Ne- well, he, he was, was born, <laughs> he was born he, sixty. Going, please do pay attention, mother, and then just spent the rest of his life sixty. You're right. He was fifty right. in in this movie. Mm. Desmond Llewellyn was fifty okay. years old. 50. I just uh, I know that when we watch uh, Thunderball in a few months. Um, he he shows up in an aloha shirt and a straw hat and uh he just looks old <laughs> sweet you know, so we wait a whole few months right we got 25 movies we got to get we'll give it a month, way, so, couple months yeah uh in the opening credits the woman painted gold is margaret nolan and she does appear oh, okay. in the film as dink Okay. Oh, oh, that's what I was thinking of. Dink. Yeah. yeah, she went on to do some more. That's it. She's the one that gets the. Is that the butt slap? Is that he's the she's the masseuse, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Old finger. We got old, old Dink. 
Get all dink. Get out of here, dink. When they do the song at the beginning, and they did it ever since this one, this one kind of established it. Um, yeah. Do they always do the same song at the end like this one did? I don't. Re- I don't remember. Like if I no, watch it, uh, there are movies where the the ending song almost becomes more popular. The uh, like the we have all the time in the world, uh, which is Louis Armstrong. It's at the end of. Is that not? It's not Honor Magic Secret Service. It's it's the one where James goes to Japan. Um, oh, that's uh, um, that's another Connery one, right? It's another Connery one. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that one is the end credit song, and it's and it's just as popular as uh, "You Only Live Twice." Ah, uh, gotcha. Which was the main theme of that one? Okay. Again, again, from from memory, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that that's. I didn't know Pussy Galore's real name was Honor Blackman. Yeah, yeah. Bla- I guess Blackman. Well, I don't think I don't think it's, it's Blackman. Blackman. I think it's yeah, Blackman. Yeah, Blackman. We don't pronounce it like James Bond pronounces breakfast, <laughs> right? <laughs> I I love that Scott just discovered great. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't notice it before. Maybe I was like looking at these people, not really paying that much attention to their names. Pretty yeah. good, Honor Blackman. All right. You know who you know who was the best uh, actor in this movie that you never saw or heard of? Mm. Uh, Michael Collins, the voice of Goldfinger. Well, yeah, uh, apparently, right. apparently, this actor and and uh, forgive me, I don't want to say Gert Frobe. <laughs> I want to I want to say Gert Frobe. Okay, it's something it's something like Ger Frobe. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Apparently they just couldn't they couldn't record him in a way that they found suitable. So everything you hear him say as Goldfinger is being said by an actor named Michael Collins. Which is great. I had no clue until (laughs) I read that trivia. See, but here's the thing. They ADR this whole movie, like all these old James Bond movies are ADR'd after the fact. So it's almost like good that they do because you'd never know. I would never know. Yeah, they do a really good job of that. Yeah, because you didn't have the the really high tech mics like we have now where you can like you know, laser point that thing in. You had to, you had to dub over, especially filming outside and stuff. You just couldn't do it. Love yeah, that filming animal. inside a plane. It's right. supposed yeah. to be in flight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will, I will give the correction so people don't email in. We have all the time in the world is the ending theme of on her majesty's secret service. Oh, okay. And according to a survey in 2005 by BBC, it is the third most popular love song played at weddings. Wow. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yes. When you were doing wedding, uh, wedding, like wedding uh, hay, DJ stuff, did you have that one come up on no, request? No, never, never. Uh, not I guess not as popular in the U.S. I mean, it is, it is the song that's you know, uh, Bond's wife Tracy uh, gets killed, and it's the like, oh, we have all the time in the world, but we don't. Oh man, kind of thing. Yeah, dark business there. But you also do get the uh, uh, if you haven't seen No Time to Die, it's the first time a piece of music gets recycled uh like that from one bond film into the into another with the exception of course of the of the main oh James bond i theme. didn't know that that's interesting yeah when they're driving in no time did i when they're driving through the uh uh the the uh, mountainside and they're going down that windy path you hear we have all the time in the world the, the musical like a instrumental version of it so it would have been like going from that skyfall song in skyfall Right, exactly. Like next. actually having an instrumental version of Skyfall played during during a scene. That's wild yeah. to me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You guys made me laugh a second ago so hard. I've been coughing ever since. I just keep putting the cough <laughs> I don't know really, what's making me really cough. really did get tired of the song. Like 
for in this watching from the beginning, like halfway through the first time I'm hearing the song, I'm tired of it. It's just, <laughs> it's just it never not, got old for me. I don't know why. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gold, gold yeah. finger or the, or the, or all that stuff. What, I, what are you I, talking I, about? Oh, I love variations. The variations crack me up every time. I'm like, Oh, how are they going to variate this thing? Oh, sweet. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like when they integrate it. Um, it didn't yeah. bother me. It's like the slow, like, you know, the, like they do with the Brady Bunch theme, having the slow version of the Goldfinger theme yeah. when, when he's kind of walking around spying on stuff. And, and that would hold would for the rest of, of the series. Than anything. Yeah, and they do it through all of them. Like the, even Throughout the, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Casino Royale's got Chris Cornell's riff all through it. And yep. I yep. like it. I think that's a cool way to do it. But it is, it is easy to like. I don't, there's never a time where I sit down and go, I'm going to go in and enjoy some James Bond intro se- uh, singles. Can't wait Especially, to hear these again. Uh, oh, I do. Especially do when there's like a great cover <laughs> album by uh, Monty Norman. Oh, jeez. Uh, I can't remember who it was. There was somebody who made a uh, an all almost all, all electronic cover album of the James Bond themes, uh, but with a vocalist. So you've got like a Chrissy Hind doing uh, You Only Live Twice or uh, uh, Nobody Does It Better, I think. Covers would be cool. Covers yeah. are great. I like that. I just don't think I ever going to sit down and go live and let die on its own. I mean, actually, actually oh, just watch. that one's yeah. all right. That song's all right. I think you will. By the way, only one uh, musician has ever appeared in the opening credits theme of the movie that they sang for. Do you know oh. who it is? Uh, is it not the Goldfinger? It's not, right? Shirley Bassey. No, Shirley, Shirley Bassey. Bassey. Okay. Yeah, yeah she's not a And she did three of them, I think. She did three. She did Moonraker and uh, uh, The Man with the Golden Gun. So the, no, the Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds Are Forever, yeah. But that, the, her frequency would make her the easy bet, but I don't think it's her. But it is not her. Okay. No. How about um, Tina Turner? It was not Tina Turner. I'll tell you, it was Sheena Easton appearing oh. in the opening credits for Free Your oh Eyes. Oh my only. gosh! Really? Her eyes. She's yeah. staring. Her eyes. Oh, are so right! Wide. At yes. the beginning, for your eyes. Yeah, exactly. And they used it in the video too, for the uh, music did. video. Yeah. The time. Good, good. That's fun trivia there. I like that. Fun, yeah, I like the that. opening music trivia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which character named Random Task went to court for murder. (laughs) (laughs) Also, also very good trivia. Yeah, pretty good trivia. Um, I got some scrutiny to share. This came in the form of uh, a piece of trivia, so here's this. Scrutiny! says, Sir Alfred Hitchcock's favorite scene was when the old lady fires a machine gun. Yeah, that was pretty good. Was that? I wouldn't know that was it. Is that his grandma? What is what is she doing there? I don't know. It was very weird. Very weird, but I don't know how you'd know this. I guess he maybe have said this in an interview, but there's no citation in there. That's right. the problem with those. Yeah. I would like it if IMDb trivia added citations or some kind of footnotes or something, because nothing is verifiable. It's like, right. oh, did right. you hear yes, this? There's song? no vetting. You yeah. can just, uh, as we found, people can go in and just add their own information. Yeah, to, uh, when we started doing that, I started realizing the power we were wielding, and it was almost kind of gross. It's like, what? It was. We yeah, it's like, oh, no, wait, this is... With great power comes great responsibility. We need to ask that person to stop putting <laughs> that's right. Our comments so this is interesting. Uh, this this I love this trivia because it tells me about roommates I didn't know existed. So check this out. He'd never been or he had been considered for, but never appeared in a Bond movie. Sir Michael Caine was the first person to hear the completed score for this movie after oh. he and his roommate Terrence Stamp were ejected Terrence. from their apartment. Kicked out of their damn apartment, by the way. Also, Batman connection. You got uh, you got uh, uh, Zod and uh, can't think of his name. 
Batman's helper. Why can't I think of his name? Alfred. <laughs> Batman's helper. Alfred. Alfred, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Uh, anyway, they were ejected from their apartment, which is just funny to me. Uh, Kane asked his friend John Barry if he could use the spare bedroom at Barry's Barry. London residence. As they were good friends, Barry agreed. And so for several months, uh, Kane crashed with Barry, and there was a sleepless night where he completed uh, his iconic score. At breakfast the following morning, Barry played his composition for Kane, the first time he'd performed it to anybody. What a cool oh, story. Also, what happened cool to Terrence story. Stamp? Where'd he end up? Whose be- oh. who's couch is he sleeping on? <laughs> right, do my know? best work on Kane's couch. Yeah. Yeah. I love that story, though. That's crazy. Wow. Can you imagine being, I don't know what it would be like to be Terrence Stamp's roommate. He's scary right. to me. He's intimidating. He He's very scary. Walking yeah. out of the bathroom with a towel around his hip going, hello. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just freak me out. Anyway. Uh, speaking of scrutiny, do we have uh, any, anybody have any issues with the uh, car? Com- com- compressor the car crushing oh my gosh i i <laughs> no, decided to i decided to stop and explain it to my son i i just felt like it was just a bridge too far i couldn't take it right yeah yeah it's a little See, bit son, like, that that little cue would be bleeding like nobody's business yeah, if nothing else yeah. the the weight it wouldn't you know you wouldn't just be gent- able to gently place it in the back of a uh yeah. of another be, car maybe <laughs> gas maybe glass be, gas oil and everything else and, and the other car was the yeah. same car they yeah, took a right. ford falcon squire and uh-huh. compressed it and put it in the back of a ford falcon ranchero right, right. <laughs> which would have which would have just collapsed <laughs> but before they before yeah exactly but before they compressed that squire they pulled all like the the seats out i'm sure the i mean engine, basically engine exactly the, the drivetrain the suitcase full of gold the de- which the dead body yeah <laughs> would have been a lot easier to take out after you've shot solo by the way did he show up alone to the uh, yes oh my god i love the fact that he was solo he was the only one to leave he was solo (laughs) i love it yeah but yeah there's there's just like so much uh, all right take the gold out compress the car i don't know we why even bother compressing the car but uh yeah that was weird i'm with you but it is but it is great how uh you know bun throws the little note in there with his uh his air tag yeah uh, yeah oh yeah his 1964 air tag yeah, that's right. What they so, call those stupid things? They called them a homer or something like that. Homers, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When they call no. them homers, not homing. Uh, yeah. It's a homing device, but they call them homers yeah. for short. Homers. I missed that. That's great. Yep. That's as good and, as floaters in that uh, that weird uh, movie with oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Gene Simmons. What, and an, stuff. what an amazing yeah. Free, uh, uh, not Free Jack. Free Jack? No, it was Free Jack. No, not Free, free Jack? Jack. Was it Free Jack? It's free Jack. Something. Yeah, it, was, it was with Tom Selleck and. Uh, Gene Simmons is a bad Runaway? guy. Simmons. Run away. No, yeah, that's right. Free Jack was Mick Jagger and uh, right. Emilio Estevez. That's right. Correct. Yeah. We should watch what, that. By the way, what an amazing... Oh, we did watch. We oh, haven't seen Free Jack. Have we? Did, Scott, did you... We've did, done both. I could have sworn we've done both. Go yeah. ahead, Randy. Damn it. Sorry. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead, Randy. But, but, but. Randy. Oh, I you did. Said. We did Free Jack back in uh, 2011. <laughs> Holy shit. I forgot all about it. I tried to yeah. open you up, Randy. Sorry. Randy? Randy, you there? <laughs> nope, Randy? let's carry on. We're sucking, we're sucking Goldfinger. Let's no, go. No, no, go. Give it to me, because uh, now I'm now I'm clear. It's all good. Free Jack has been done. The other one has been done. Are there any movies we haven't seen? We should do those. Those are the movies we should do. <laughs> were um, you going to bring up the fact that his, uh, his True Lies uh, tucks? Oh, yeah, the, the True Lies tucks. At the very beginning? Yeah, yeah, that was great. After, after he takes off his dirty, dirty seagull hat? Wait. Why, was the, why was the seagull on the hat? 
I don't know, that? but I loved exactly. it. You're under the water anyway. They're not going right. to see you. Why are they going to say, oh, there's a big mass coming towards <laughs> Don't worry. There's a seagull on it. Yeah. Seagull on it. It's that's all good. A, that's a sign that I everything's is, fine. Yeah. I wish someone had actually put a whole tuxedo on Sean Connery and then put a whole diving outfit on Sean Connery. Because yeah. 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 I want you to see what that would look like. I it really would not look do. like that. Yeah. It would not. It would, he would look like the most puffy, expanded man. <laughs> He'd like, like a man in a trash bag is what he looked like. Yeah. 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 It's not a good look. That's why they didn't do it, probably, I would guess. Oh, but wasn't it great that he uh, goes in, plants a bomb, and then goes over to the bar? <laughs> just like stands oh, yeah. there calmly just hangs out there, it yeah. made him look yeah. so suspicious because it was right. like the bomb goes off everyone else freaks out and panics but not james the two people sitting at the bar okay wonder who's in on this uh, <laughs> yeah 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 that's no, there's a flight leaving in an hour that's right you mean i only need 10 minutes to use a flamingo dancer as a human shield <laughs> yeah yeah i did like oh you know what props to them for their eye reflection uh, on the girl. That was pretty awesome. That was a good effect. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought that, I mean, it probably wouldn't work that well in real life, but oh, I, it looks great. Not. You zero, can't, zero chance it would work. Yeah, you can't yeah. You can't see and look somebody's eye and see your reflection of somebody coming up behind you. That's just not. I'm trying to think if works. you can do that at all. I think you can see lights, no. but you can't see like, you just get you just get light no, refraction. Are, 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 they're, they're not that polished. You're not going to get a, that kind of reflection. Right. Plus, legally, you're supposed to close your eyes when you kiss. Exactly. <laughs> and if they're not, then you know something's up anyway. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, that's true. Now I kind of want to test it. Is that weird? No, it's test it. Cam, come here. I kind of want to look in somebody's eye and say, what can I see in the room when I'm looking in your eye? Like if I've just never noticed it before, but I'll bet it's not. I bet it's you're all. You're going to have to get really close to that person, Scott. Yeah, like you're so gonna it's really going to have to be Cam or else it's going to be a what grossed out Scott the most. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So no strangers, there, you're saying. Okay. Was there a, yeah, no. Was there a uh, what grossed Scott out the most? Um, I honestly, I didn't have one. In, oh, no, I did have one on the list. Uh and it's not, you're never going to get it, but you're all welcome to try. Give it a shot. Never going to get it. Never going to get it. Because it's a real, it's a, I'll, I'll give you a hint. Because it's, it's, it's not the terry cloth bathrobe zip up with a shirt pocket. <laughs> no. Gross. I, I, I mean, that is gross for sure. But I'm going to say it's a thing that deals with a camera angle. That, if that helps. Okay. Hmm. hmm. Because nah. there was a scene. Oh, having to get really close to Sean Connery's crotch to take the laser <laughs> videos. <laughs> No, that is not it. All right, I'll tell you because you're never going to get it. So when he's on the, he's trying to poke his head up, and she comes behind him and grabs him and slams him down. Oh yeah, under oh, yeah, and yeah, when yeah. he's sticking his head in, out of Fort Knox. Yes, when he was right, doing right. the part before she got there, when he's sticking his head out of Fort Knox, there was a <laughs> shot from underneath, from way down, like below him. Yeah, and I can see hair and boogers in his in his nostrils. <laughs> oh really? Hey, man, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, that grossed me out. Oh Jesus! That's what I said. I, I said, see oh, London. Jesus. I see France. I see hair and boogers. Hair and boogers. Booger. Hair yep. and boogers. Yep. It's not a good look. Nobody wants a selfie from down low. First of all, especially not men, because we tend to be all hairy there. Oh, men. Yeah. Although, Ibi, you get it done right. You go in and have it pulled out. I do. Yeah. I do. I have it waxed on the regular. Yeah. And they and it has it hurt or is it just fine when you do it? It's it's a it's a, it's a sharp quick pain that is so minimal and goes away so and quickly so it's, enjoyable it's so so good <laughs> i use the i use the trimmer attachment you know the little one that looks like a little cylinder yeah yeah okay and, uh, i can never i can never get everything with that yeah it feels like it's not yeah brian wants but i'm wants gonna like, need something industrial this is not gonna work. i want complete 
He wants oh, nasal, oh, yeah. smooth as a dolphin in there. Yeah, he wants. He wants. He wants hairs there for a reason, though. They are. They most? are. But yes, he wants are. nasal well, further, ones further in are, and you can if you okay. only get like just the the last quarter inch done, then you're you're yeah. still blocking the harmful bacteria. One day they're going to be able to give us genetically modified alopecia that only affects our nostril hair <laughs> or our ear hair, you know? Oh, let it let right. it also do uh backs and uh shoulders. Necks. Yeah. Shoulders, yeah. Nipples, knees and toes. Shoulders, knees and toes. Just targeted alopecia. Take your, you know, where would where would you like your alopecia? Okay, yeah. here, here, here and here. Great. Yep. All right. I'm down. But but yeah. yeah, but people always say you shouldn't do that because of the, what it takes, or because you need those hairs. But you're right; it's more of the in, inner stuff that you need. Yeah, yeah. Don't go filtration. deep with your yankage. Yeah, do the outside. Just the. <laughs> but I just oh, if only the if only my 14 year old self would have yeah, right? those words. But my but I'm just saying he needed some yankage uh, from that <laughs> camera angle, and it grossed me out. So there's there's that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you know what I wrote down that was more offensive than the car crushing. Mm. The oh, the the panel in his car in the Aston Martin the panel that apparently was loaded up with all of Google Earth in right. uh, you know forty five <laughs> years in advance yeah on like a weird microfiche right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well said like what what kind of incredible Wi Fi did he have and by the way Felix Leiter's car had it too yeah like yeah, the, wow. same, the same tool yeah hidden behind a an AM radio mono speaker. How do we feel about this Felix versus uh, Jack Lord in the last one? We okay? I like our new Felix. Yeah. He he sticks around for a couple, right? I think. He does. Right. And Jack Lord wanted like, what, like co-billing and I mean, come on. Oh, really? We we liked Jack Lord, but not that much. I mean, come on, man. Well, he was really crucial to the the story, like way more than I was expecting. I I didn't realize. I always thought it was kind of like James Bond versus the world. No, not in this one. James Mm -hmm, Bond is mm -hmm. super dependent on this other country entirely. Right. Yeah. Also totally in on the fake nerve gas, uh, pass out. Yeah. Yeah. Dance. Was he, did he know that? Yes. I don't know. I guess so. Yeah. I guess they made that plan in the stall. <laughs> in the yeah. horse stall. I, I was yeah. fooled by it for a minute. I'll admit it. I'd, I'd totally forgotten. Well, about I, it. I, I was shocked. Well, I, was I was like, I was shocked because it, it, if you do a movie now, uh, in cooperation, somewhat cooperation with the military, which they had to get, they had to get some cooperation with the military to be able to no. fly over Fort Knox, uh, which they cheated by the sure. way. Um, yep. they and cheated it totally. All of that cheated. was filmed in England. They didn't have to get anybody's right. cooperation. They, but they, they, but they did end up extras falling down, mm-hmm. but they did film some of it because they got some planes that got, they were almost, they were supposed to be like a three, they were supposed to be at certain height feats. They flew below that and they got in trouble for it while filming. Uh, but they didn't yeah, care. They're just getting B roll and all that. that yeah. The goal but there, there's but. no way the military would go, yeah, we'll show you, show, uh, we'll show you uh, gassing, murdering yeah. a whole big military force. Yeah, you would get no cooperation. So, uh, well, that was one of the questions I had. Was this supposed to be permanent? And if it was, uh, it's Bond said, very clearly, Bond said it was dead. Okay. It stated very clearly that this magical nerve agent will knock you out for 24 hours, but it disperses in 15 minutes. I missed that. I thought that Bond said that it was, you know, it's deadly and that the Goldfinger was just blowing smoke up everybody else's butt because he wanted them to do it, to cooperate. He wanted them to die though. Like, yeah, he was, yeah, he'd kill anybody. He don't care. Those mobsters were dead. That's true. So, okay. So, 
when this happens, the other thought that popped into my head is we that's a terrible military in general then because if this really important idea. place with all of this all of these troops, all of these officers, yeah. all this stuff is suddenly just brought to its knees, does the yeah. rest of the uh army, navy, air force, marines just not do anything? They just don't yeah. know this is going on. They don't know what's going on. There's everybody's everybody's unconscious, so there's no way to let one of the other agencies know to uh yeah, I guess that's true. I, I always think of it in more modern terms where we would have all sorts of indicators, but I guess back then you don't really know if... Uh, yeah. But if, actually, like what actually. we find out afterwards, we find out that what happened was James Bond turned pussy galore Ooh. with his magical kisses. She yep. contacted <laughs> Felix Leiter, mm-hmm. told Felix Leiter what to do. Felix Leiter contacted the U.S. Army and convinced them uh, to all play along. Yes. And then the U.S. Army was just like, all right, we'll let people come right into Fort Knox with guns. Happy to. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Sounds good to me. Um, all right. Well, uh, any any further details you would like to discuss before we do our clips from this film? Uh, let's see. I wrote down, oh, what grossed me out the most? Martini served in a fluted glass. <laughs> Why? Was that, was that gross? And it was gold. Everything was gold. And it was like, okay, I get that. But the color of the liquid was gold. Yes, right. That was not a, yeah, that was a martini with bitters or something added to it. Uh, definitely would have tasted very good. Also not like a, uh, a mule where you want it served in a different kind of glass to help accentuate the flavor. Uh, I didn't know that was a thing. Is that really a thing? Like a glass makes a difference on how a thing will taste? I didn't know that. A a Moscow mule is served in a copper mug because it chills faster than glass and adds to the, supposedly adds to the flavor of the uh, Moscow. Ah, I had no idea. All right. Learned something new today. Uh, also, I wrote down, pussy hires pilots like Monk's Diner hires waitresses. <laughs> nice. Gotcha. Okay, I gotcha. Yes. Uh, very, fu- yeah, very, yeah, clever. A, very clever. It's a thinker. It's a thinker. I like yeah. thinkers. Thinkers are good. You know what our audience likes? Thinkers. Okay? Yes. Don't let them tell you any different. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. All right, well, let's do this. Uh, these clips here. I got a number of them, and uh, they start with this one. Oh, you know what? Scott screwed up. Just one second, everybody. Just uh, pretend, <laughs> pretend nothing's happening, and uh, that I didn't screw this up entirely. Hold on. Okay. Uh, we're we're getting there. We're almost there. Uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. Scott here is, here uh, we go. Scott is loading into the gate. Yep, uh, I got it now. I don't know how I forgot to do that. All right, here it is. Here's the first clip. This is. Uh, oh. I thought I felt like Connery had a cold when they when they filmed this in the beginning anyway. So I don't know. Here it is. At least they won't be using heroin flavored bananas to finance revolutions. Either that, he just woke up or something. Yeah, it's after he blew maybe the place he, up. Maybe he ate like, one of those bananas. I don't know. Could have been. <laughs> uh, here's your everyone's favorite thing. Gold finger. So good. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh, thank you for not playing the part at the end where she screams at you over and over. He loves gold. Gold <laughs> oh. finger. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes, mold I get it. He finger. loves gold. More like mold, yeah, mold, mold finger. 
Um, all right. Loved this bit I wrote. I just like that. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's from the era, you know. I feel yeah. like that hung around, though. That that became like a Roger Moore thing. Everybody was using that. It was good. That, that uh, just a flourish with a muted trumpet, for sure. Is yeah. that a trumpet? I guess, yes. yeah, it sounds like one. That is a trumpet. They use that weird little bit. thing, though, the muting part. The What do you call that? Yeah. yeah. The mute, like the, I think it's just a muter. Is it called it's a, a muter? It's a, cup. it's a cup that you it hold. Looks over like the... it looks like the inside of a, a toilet plunger. I feel like we yeah, don't see does. those as it often, does. unless someone's trying to make something vintage. You don't see those on trumpets anymore, right? Where are the kids without their trumpet muters? Well, I'm not in a lot of places where they play in the trumpet, but yeah, I know what you mean. I think so. Yeah, that's. I think that's it for me. Is I don't know if they just they might still use it. I don't know, but I haven't seen one. In a long yeah, time. it's been a bit. It's been a minute. Our trumpet players are all getting their emails ready right yep. now. Right, oh, I can't wait. Oh, I use mine four or five times a week. I'll open right. my email and I'll just hear. <laughs> uh, here's a man. Uh, some man talk. I don't know what it means. I wrote, that's what I wrote. Here you go. Uh, man talk. Oh, that one, yeah. <laughs> man talk smack ass. I love the slap at the end. Yeah. Uh, man talk. Smack. Oh, what do you oh, suppose geez. he smacked there? What do you know? Uh, yeah. side, a of side of beef. Of beef. Huh? Yeah. Side of beef, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Went to some beef. freezer, big hanging always, beef. Always a side of beef. <laughs> uh, this is him doing his Bond, James Bond, but in a different way. Paint. Gold paint. Paint. Yeah. Gold yeah. paint. They did that a couple of times this movie. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even that? touch that. Wow. It's weird. It's just weird to hear it. If you hear James Bond say anything and then repeat it like that, it's like, okay, yeah. come on, guys. Uh, here's some cue time. And incidentally, we'd appreciate its return, along with all your other equipment. Intact for once when you return from the field. Oh, man. Did he return that uh, Nazi gold or did he? Uh, no. Chicken oh, the bucket. Okay. Chicken the bucket. He didn't Chicken. return a damn thing. Right. And this I sent you guys movie. the math too, by the way, because I was like, "Why is he tempted by five thousand pounds of gold? That's nothing." Yeah, how much? But in U- which was it in U.S. dollars? For inflation, if you convert it uh, from nineteen sixty four to U.S. dollars adjusted for inflation, it's like one hundred fifty eight thousand dollars or something. A decent so amount like, of money. Wow. Yeah. I might be tempted. Yeah, it's a little tempting. Yeah. I remember when, as a teenager, somebody on a, like a crime show, they would it would be twenty five grand they were trying to get, right? And I remember twenty five grand, oh my, twenty five thousand yeah. dollars. That is never going to happen in your lifetime. <laughs> no, <laughs> inflation's a thing, man. It is. A uh, little red button. Now, if you take the top off, you'll find a little red button. Whatever you do, don't touch it. Yeah, don't touch. Yeah, the that's red what button. that's what uh, Ibis date. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, well, yeah. how come right. that wasn't my prom date? It seemed right. a little on the nose or a little on the button. <laughs> <laughs> on the button. Hello. Uh, I was like, okay, that one's pretty obvious. Uh, Q made a noise, so I captured it. There you go. That's that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, here's the caddy saying his best line. Here you go. If that's his original ball, I'm Arnold Palmer. <laughs> so the caddy was being caddy. I gotcha. <laughs> I love that guy. There's something yeah. about the way he says Palmer, though. If that's his original yeah. ball, I'm Arnold Palmer. I'm Arnold Palmer. Ernie Parmy. I'm with you for the rest of the day, sir. Yep. A uh, girl in here had my wife's real maiden name, my wife's actual last name. Uh, and I'll play it for you now. Or at least it sounded like it, actually. I look at the credits. I'm not sure, but here it is. What's your name, by the way? Soames. Tilly Soames. I think she says yeah, Soames, she right? Let's see. Yeah, she's Soames. She, S-O-A-M-E-S, she see right? M's? M or S? Or, sorry, Soames. N or M? Soames? I, I thought she said Soames. Soames. Oh, I thought yeah. it was Soames. But that no. was another one of those back talks. Because Kim's got a so- her last name is Soames, with, like Jones with an S, and it sounded like right. that. Uh, 
Tilly Masterson. She says Tilly Soames, but she's Tilly Masterson in the credits. Well, she was lying. See, Scott, she was lying. Well, she just make that name up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was lying because she didn't want to know that she was a Masterson don't, sister. Don't listen to her. She's lying. She's lying. She's lying. Oh, my gosh. Patrick Stewart's best work. <laughs> uh, odd job doing noises. Ah. Ah. That's about all you get out of him. Ah. Yeah. Ah. 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 <laughs> and I know that's the thing for non-vocal people, but that, they chose a weird one there. Uh, here's the famous line. Do you expect me to talk? No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. I expect you to die. Man, I've always gave credit to that actor. And now, you know, Randy informed us that's not even the same guy. Some ADR person I've never heard of. Yeah. Because it's not his voice. They use somebody else. Yeah. It's crazy. By by the way, by far the highest, like, credit for this Michael Collins. This Michael Collins. There's several Michael Collins in IMDb, but this is this one. This is his big deal. Best thing he ever did. This, this Mike McCondray here. I expect yeah. you to die. All right, here's some pussy galore time. My name is Pussy Galore. All right. Okay. <laughs> I must be dreaming. And we're just going <laughs> to walk past that. I'm not supposed to respond to, to that. Okay. I must be dreaming. <laughs> must, must not reply. Must not reply. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it to yourself. Don't say anything. <laughs> All right, here's um, the mutter- the muttering uh, mobster Americans. And who's going to say boo to them, Goldfinger? Hey, what's going on here? What is it? Hey, on the floor, my face. What is this? A merry-go-round. What is this? A merry-go-round. Love They're that. the best. I love like. All right, you guys are uh, director. All right, you guys are all confused. Uh, come up with things. Uh, I don't know. Come up with things that you're looking at and saying. asking about. Yeah. I just wish you would have gotten. Hey, what's that map doing there? Yeah. <laughs> what's going on there? <laughs> Wait a minute. No one said there'd be a map. So dumb. Uh, here's some more old school talk from them. I'll take my money now. What's the matter, Solo? Too big for you to handle. Yeah, see. Ooh. There's some fighting words, see? Yeah. I would have I would have liked his death a little bit more if they hadn't repeated the joke he had a pressing engagement. Because they yeah. set it up so early before he gets his uh <laughs> yeah. his squashing. I don't that, think you heard what I said. Yes. Pressing engagement. Remember, <laughs> remember what I said about pressing engagement. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, here's he says this wrong, in my opinion. Pussy. Pussy? Pussy. Pussy. Breakfast. Breakfast. Pussy. Pussy. I don't like it. Maybe Americans say it wrong. Maybe. Yeah. Absolutely. Do we? Yeah. Absolutely. So, we say well, the way, because we have so much, we have such a hardcore <laughs> take on it now. It's like, come on, man, don't be such a pussy. <laughs> right? It doesn't sound the <laughs> same as. offended me. I don't, yeah, see, it's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a tang to it now. Yeah. Um, here's. <laughs> did you say it's got a tang to it? You know, it did. wow. I didn't I'm mean to it. All past. I didn't mean it. <laughs> I didn't mean it. That's all I can say. I have no other words to say. I didn't mean it. Uh, here, here's a nice. Here's what I wrote. I wrote. This is a nice music trick. So we'll see what it was. Oh yeah, the horn. The horn oh, came wow, in. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. It was just uh, somebody drove by in a Plymouth. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. They used an actual wah. car horn. It's pretty great. All right, best fall in a while on film sack. No, no. Ah! 
Oh, it's pretty good. Thank oh, God, geez. no Wilhelm scream. Yeah. Not a single yeah. one. Not one? Yeah. I don't know if it did that exist yet. I loved it. When did that start? Yeah, it, should, well, it, it could have. Came, yeah, the yeah. movie was from the 40s, wasn't it? Right. The library was there. Was anybody using it, though? Probably not. Um, this was a this was a, a henchman that was fight not a henchman but like a, a U.S. Army guy who was fighting odd job right mm-hmm, in right. the in the vault. Uh, hold on, was yeah. it in the vault? Yes, yes. Oh yeah, no, the, and the, then, the, yeah, the guy who fell. You mean? Yeah, the guy who yeah, fell. No. He was he was trying to get out. The vault had shut and oh right. So it was yeah, one of yeah. Goldfinger's henchmen who realized he was being sacrificed. Yes. so he wanted to get yeah, out. Okay. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> right. nope, 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 like nope. the guy who gets squished behind the vault door. Right, <laughs> that guy. I, I don't understand why Oddjob fought. Why fight if, when you're locked in with a bomb? Why yeah. would Oddjob fight Bond? Because he's a he's one he's a one trick pony, and that is to intimidate and fight James Bond. That's his whole job. Yeah, that is his odd job. I'm going to say that's his whole odd job. Yeah, so that's he, it. So, so he was resigned to the fact that the bomb was going to kill him, mm-hmm. right? And was defending the bomb. Honor. Yes. I will defend us the bomb, he says. <laughs> um, okay, so it's a good fall, though. I like the, I like a good screamy fall. And um, to answer the question, we've talked about it on the show before, but the very first use of the song, or sorry, the sound, the Wilhelm sound, was in 1951 in the film Distant Drums. That's where it first came from. Right. So there 51. you go. Okay. Now it's in the, then it became a stock sound, and everybody started using it, and now people do it just to annoy us. Uh, okay, here's something interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, let me find where this comes from. It doesn't say. So f- four of the uh, five Bond films directed by John Glenn, mm-hmm. with one N, uh, feature a villain falling from a height to their death with the same scream sound effect used for each one, making oh. it Glenn's very own version of the Wilhelm scream. Really? So for as only Octopussy, A View to a Kill, and The Living Daylights, oh, and License to Kill, what? Uh, all feature John Glenn's uh, uh, scream. You're kidding. That's crazy. I'm kidding. I want to no, I want to I, after this I'm going to look for a YouTube video of it. So is it Hold on a second. Is it this then? No. Oh, right. no it's not that. No, Cuz that one wasn't. That would be great if they used that one because it would be so <laughs> obvious and recognizable in every <laughs> every time it's used. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, only uh only the ones I mentioned. So later on uh uh movies were were used we we used that one. All right. My last clip is called, What is this Gomer Pyle business? Let's see what I meant. I don't actually remember. Oh. Yeah, that is so Gomer Pyle. Yeah. USMC. Yeah. Isn't it? It's like a comedy, like a military comedy. It's like watching Stripes or some shit. Is that that's when they're driving all the mash, the the jeeps they borrowed from Mash, or I guess that they were going to use later for Mash. Well, it was at the end when they brought him back to the base and they all saluted oh, him. Oh, right, that's right. Okay, yeah, it was oh, right. Yeah, the dude with the the way too big for him uh, military outfit. Oh yeah, the, what was that? Aggiest ass. <laughs> what was I going on there? A picture of it. Do you yeah. think that was like a? That's a mistake, right? They they oh shit, wardrobe brought the yeah. wrong size. I guess we can't. We have to film, put it on. For sure, yeah. That was bad. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's not bad. These. It's the film sack checklist. Apparently, it's pronounced pusse. Check. <laughs> I thought the crotch laser had a way bigger scene. I really did. Check. I thought that was way longer. 
that whole that whole zone of the movie I thought was like a big oh right part like it was going to creep yeah. toward him over the period of like yeah. an hour yeah <laughs> I think all of the riffs on it have ruined the way I remember it uh, and then finally that Shirley Bassey sure is sassy check <laughs> uh, let's get to Star Trek connections bound to be some TOS people in here at least nope no none none, none? No, Star wow. Star Trek was a California production and this was an England production and they're just nothing damn and I, I i just want you to know i looked high and low like i really was like okay who was john barry's roommate you know like i i tried i tried really hard i couldn't find anything it's uh we had the same problem with the last two bonds so it sounds like a 60s era issue we will we will get there yeah we'll get there <laughs> There's few, we're a few movies away from some star trek sure sure uh soundtrack grade i'd give it a b for better than the previous movies i actually really liked it thought it was great last couple were fine but I thought this was like, I don't know. This felt like the, the the new groove, and it would be like this forever. And I liked it. Okay. Okay. James Bond's new groove. Got yeah, it. Yeah, James Bond's <laughs> got his new groove on. How James Bond got his groove back. Got his yes. groove back. He listened to Shirley Bassey. Uh, here's and your Twitter post. Or, sorry, this is, yeah, this is a Twitter post. This is where you sum this thing up in 280 characters or less. And I think we should start with, oh, I don't know, Randy. Goldfinger. It's the one with pussy. End of tweet. Oh, uh, oh, oh, well, then there's, oh, oct- oh, got the octopusy oh. later, but sure. Uh-huh. Uh, let's do Brian Dunaway's now. Goldfinger, this movie really appealed to my maternal instincts. Take me in the studs doll, you horse of a terry cloth wearing man bond. <laughs> Hashtag your gun is poking me. <laughs> <laughs> Both your outro and your intros today have been uh spot, really on. Weird. spot on work okay. you can take the week off by the way oh thanks man after this you're Good the best job. uh brian ibbett your turn goldfinger he loves only gold only gold he loves gold he loves only gold <laughs> only gold he loves gold wow <laughs> actual actual lyrics from the internet it is actual lyrics the, yeah it, it is. sounds like a an infomercial on fox news at night or something <laughs> Yeah, that, that number again is only gold. <laughs> <laughs> wow, only gold. Yeah. Uh, well done, everybody. It's time for the alternate titles. Just handed to me. This was almost called hats off or odd job. Didn't happen though. It's too on the too on the uh, the point on point there. So instead, they almost call it pull finger. <laughs> Get it? Because you pull your finger yeah, far. Yeah, I got it. Sure. Uh, let's get to some film sack emails and texts. We got an email here from Wooz, W-O-O-Z, who wrote into filmsack at gmail.com and says, Sackers, I want to uh, re-suggest Super Fuzz or Super Snooper Ooh, or Super Trooper. Yeah. Super think, Troopers? Yeah. yeah. Super Trooper. He wrote okay. Snooper in here, but I'm not sure why he did. For film sack, I'm re-watching it now and having fi- just finished listening to the sack of Spree. Uh, it is very, or sorry, it isn't as funny as I remember it. It's just so bad. I had forgotten that the main character had an Italian accent. Uh, please sack this film. Woos. Uh, I think we put it on the list, didn't we? Yeah, and uh, it is streaming on Amazon Prime. So. Oh, shit. We have to get around to it, I, then. I think it's funny that uh, that it's this. It's an Italian film. Like, it's mm-hmm. an Italian film starring Ernest Borgnine and Mark Lawrence. Yep. It's, Oh, can I make a side recommendation on YouTube? I don't remember the fan that pointed this out, but somebody in our Discord did. On YouTube, there's an entire documentary series of following Ernest Borgnine around in a Winnebago in the 90s. 
Oh, oh wow. wow. I want to see just, that. He's just in the Midwest stopping and shaking hands and meeting people. And they're, oh, I loved you in this movie. Oh, hey, thanks a lot. I'm, I'm very, you got 50 bucks. Like that whole thing. <laughs> and his son is in the car and they're just like, and he's, you know, this is him older. He, he was probably in his 70s yeah. here or something. It's great. Oh, you should watch it. Seems it. like it would be, yeah. It's cornball as shit, but I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Uh, quick text from Mr. Rogers. Oh, hello, Mr. Rogers. From the grave. 801-471-0462 is where he sent this text, and he says this. Hello, Sackers. One of my newer favorite scary movies is streaming on HBO Max, and it is the 2011 movie Cabin in the Woods. It is scary, it is funny, and it's spectacular, and you will love it. And if you don't care if Sacktober is still months away, do it, do it now. Thanks for all you do, Mr. Rogers. I think we've discussed this movie before. This is the the we the were Joss sending, uh, copies of this, and I thought we already did it. Did we? Not? We didn't do it. The we reason haven't, we haven't done it is we're we're on the edge or on the we're on the fringe of like is this too much parody? Because it's because it's a parody. Is it harder for us to to sack? I I think it's self serious in certain parts. So I think yeah, it would actually I'd say work. sackable. Yeah, it's got Chris yeah. Hemsworth, right? Am I thinking right? I do love that. You should watch it. You'll love it. Like, have you think that the four of us? Well, let me ask this: Has any one of the four of us not seen Cabin in the Woods? Oh, I've seen it twice. I think maybe three yeah. times. That's back when I was still. Uh, in. I I don't think I have. I'm like <gasps> looking. I'm looking really hard at this. Like mm. you're in for a treat. Oh, then we have to do it. Golly, yeah. This is a uh, Whedon before everyone was pissed at him. Uh, one of his oh. deals. So Joss Whedon. I feel like it. I feel like everybody got pissed at Joss Whedon with the uh, Dollhouse. Yeah. Oh, may really? <laughs> I thought it was more well, like when he. You think it was already dick. before then? Is what you're saying? Right? Yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was after. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I kind of liked Dollhouse. It was all right. That wasn't Your my favorite. Was all right. It wasn't my favorite Whedon show, but it was all right. I mean, it was no Firefly. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. uh, but I, you know what? I wouldn't mind putting it on there. Yeah. You know, enough time has passed, perhaps. Seconded. Yeah. And this is right before this came out just before his Avengers movie. Uh right. so things things were still kind of indie for him. So it might be fun to look at it that way. So anyway, that yeah. is a good idea, Mr. Rogers. I'll take your advice. Maybe Always you guys should watch less offensive movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's how we did the voice in the eighties, because that's what everyone else did. That was the yeah the, the everybody's impersonation of uh, Mr. Rogers is yeah. basically that voice. Yeah. yeah, that brought me back when you did that. That's great. Um, we had a local radio station, and every it was like a morning zoo kind of thing. And every morning they uh-huh. do a skit and pretend they were they call themselves Mr. Roberts or something. Sure. And did that exact voice for like ten minutes. It got real old real quick. Rock one hundred three, everybody. Yeah. Rock one hundred three. All right, uh, that is it for your texts and your emails. Again, 801-471-0462 or filmsack at gmail.com. Please keep it coming. Leave us a voicemail if you want on that same number. We'd be glad to play it here. I would like to uh, welcome a, a really cool new person to our show this week uh, who is a new patron, patron of the show, and his name is George Ferris. All right, George, we think you're awesome. And why do we think we're awesome? Because you are helping us keep this show on the air. And if you haven't joined up already, folks, please do it today. No commercials ever. Pre-show content every week. Monthly episode specials from the hosts and other cool stuff, including a movie-related print from me every, every month in the mail. How do you yeah. get this stuff? You sign up now at patreon.com slash filmsack. Our next movie will be Cobra! 
Yeah, Cobra. finally. Oh my gosh, we're going to finally watch Cobra. I finally watch a snake movie. But wait. Yeah. Yay, Stallone's here. <laughs> yeah, Stallone's back, everybody. He's back. Um, and in pog form. That's right. Make sure it's on the list of Fletcher sees it. I just realized it's not on the, or it wasn't when I looked today. So if we got to put it on the thing. Randy probably It has been did. on the list for weeks. Oh, has it, Cobra has? Correct. Oh, well, oh. it wasn't this morning when I looked. Yes, because it was. <laughs> okay. <'Cause> it was. <laughs> Sure. Uh, anyway, Cobra next week. Where's that streaming so we can tell people where to go? Do we know? We're currently uh, expecting it on HBO Max. We are uh, coming to the end of a month and we're a little far away to know for sure. So it's on HBO Max right now. Right. Watch Cobra. Watch it now before yeah. the month ends, just in case. We don't know if it's actually leaving, but, you know, like these, the Cobra has been our white whale for nine, 10 years or something since we first mentioned it. And now we're finally going to capture that thing and stick a big old freaking thing right through its face. <laughs> so anyway, that's coming up. Watch for that. Filmsack.com. In the meantime, patreon.com slash filmsack, as I mentioned before. And leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. That'll do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Positively shocking. We'll see you next time. <laughs>